People are fascinating, especially up close. More especially when you get them talking about the things that they love. This is From the Hip, conversations in the service of passion, purpose, and play. I'm Adrienne Gunn. You ready to play? You and I, and, and my friend here, we're live together. We're live. I am Adrienne Gunn. I'm excited you're here to be with my friend. Would you be willing to say your name? Montserrat Andres. Yay! And this is fun because you and I have had this moment before, mm-hmm. but you didn't get to see it. Yes. We... <laughs> <laughs> what? It may have even been two years ago yeah. that I had you here on this couch yes. in this positioning, mm-hmm. different, different other such. Yeah. Two years ago, I think. Two years ago. And we did a wonderful chat. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. And it really the, apparently the camera stopped recording. Maybe 10 minutes before mm-hmm. our conversation stopped. Yeah. So this is the double take. Yeah. Redo. Re- rewind. Yeah. <laughs> it only takes... Well, it always only takes as long as it takes yeah. to get things to, to, to do-overs. Yeah. I'm really glad you're here. Thank you. Just because we're live, and uh, depending on when you're watching this, this is Friday the 13th. Friday March, the 13th. 2020? 2020. And if we're time-capsuling this... Just last night, we're in Portland, Oregon. Just last night, the governor shut down all of the schools. The mm-hmm. night before, the governor shut down all performances over 250, or all events Any over event. 250 mm-hmm. people. We're in coronavirus. Uh, do, they, do they have a cute nickname for um, it yet? I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, we're we're at the door of the cave. I think we're like about to see like what this really means for us, but not quite yet. Like our like, eyes are adjusting. Hilariously, yeah. I woke up to a post of a, from a friend on Facebook mm-hmm. that says it's snowing, which in Portland, Oregon, <laughs> we almost always call snowmageddon. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was hilarious that like as we said, mm-hmm. like where are we emotionally today? Where yeah. you might. Also, emotionally, if you're joining us live, you might be in this, like, what state? Yeah. yeah. And here we are wanting to here chat with each other. Totally. I know. <laughs> yeah. We're like, this is still happening, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I find it really, um, I, a lot of emotions are happening, I'm sure, almost by the minute for all of us, because I work very, very closely with the arts community. My first sense and impact is on what's happening to them and feeling like, okay, life right now in this moment as we know it is officially changing yeah and feeling i think a lot of emotions anger fear mourning but i'm also really impressed how quickly some minds pop to like what can we do next how can we support people yeah and so that was the focus of my morning this morning i was reading a lot of different suggestions recommendations so One of the first things that I thought was really, really generous is if you participate in any kind of classes, art classes, dance classes, ceramic studios, anything like that, or you have tickets to a performance, all of the things getting ready for that have already been purchased, time has been put in, salaries have been paid. And so foregoing a refund is actually one of the most generous things if it's within your means to do so that they're able to have a little bit of a buffer and a resiliency. Part I was, of this, I'm interrupting on purpose. Yeah. Part of this focus for you is like you specifically mm-hmm. are a healthcare professional mm-hmm. who love to serve artists. Yes. You actually, is it healthcare for artists? Is healthcare what, for artists. Yeah. Super, that makes sense. <laughs> that <laughs> is does. a perfect way. Yeah. 
Or is it, is it Heart Healthcare? Heart is the acronym oh. for Healthcare for Artists. Good Lord. Yeah. How fun is yeah. that? It's <laughs> very handy. So, but you also are an artist. You're a dancer yeah, as I'm well. A dancer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When they did the the shutting down, the 250 yeah. events or higher, I yeah. I do interpersonal work. I do anything. Mm -hmm. I have like eight jobs or so, mm -hmm. and all of my theater, like supporting theater work mm -hmm. for the next month, just canceled. Yeah. And I know that I know the dollar sign of that. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's going to be rescheduled. It's I going to fact. be fine. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. I'm in a place where I suddenly scanned all of my financial documents as I stored yes. them in my head and was like, am uh -huh. I going to be okay? Yeah. Should I leave the house mm -hmm. right now? Mm -hmm. uh, we're about to set up video equipment. Yeah. Should I go buy frozen vegetables? <laughs> yeah. I decided yes. Mm -hmm. And I could buy frozen vegetables were there. All right. Toilet paper, not so much. No toilet paper. <laughs> Y'all, this is a dry cough. It's not diarrhea. I understand people wanting to be prepared. Yeah. I am really mystified by the toilet paper thing. It kind of... Okay, well, so people are really scared about their a lot of humans toilet needs. <laughs> use the restroom at their jobs. Yeah. And their kids use the restroom yeah. at school. So yeah. technically having more humans in the house oh, okay. having to wipe okay. and some of us have to wipe every time we go. Yeah. I appreciate instead you. of just you know, yeah. wiggle it off and mm -hmm. not wash our hands. Looking some at you. somebody okay. people. <laughs> and now they're now they're yeah. practicing washing their hands. Yeah. I'm hoping they keep the practice. Yes. Of the hand watching after. Totally. So that'll be good yeah. for us. You know, it's really interesting in my clinic for the experience that I to provide for my patients is that I usually try to clean things off when no one is in the room. So a patient leaves, I clean everything, mm -hmm. somebody else new comes in, and so it's beautiful for them. And so one of the things that I've changed is that I'm still doing the same amount of cleaning, but now I'm doing it within eyesight for people yeah. to just ease the stress of that. <laughs> um, so it's interesting and, you know, which I think is good um, for people to feel confident in their healthcare providers being right. mindful and careful. Um, but it's interesting to see like how we adjust, mm -hmm. where we adjust, the kinds of things we change, Yeah, you know, but thank you for that on the toilet paper. I was like, I'm really, but yeah, people are home more now. It's okay. It's a hilarious <laughs> memory for yeah. me because what was it? 2007, I returned from Vegas, I was living, adulting in Vegas, mm -hmm. and I was like, hey, I'm gonna come back and get a, a business degree. I wanna get mm -hmm. a degree in advertising marketing. And so yeah. I moved in with my father for a mm -hmm. minute. My father is a very caring and wonderful person and very thoughtful. Mm -hmm. So when I moved in and he noticed that mm -hmm. the toilet paper usage had increased, yeah. he he took a minute and he said, "Do you, would you like me to show you my toilet paper folding strategy for using oh. less paper? <laughs> and I... <laughs> I said, no, 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 okay. because I, here's the thing, toilet paper usage has increased because I drink water regularly and I have to wipe every time mm -hmm. I go to the bathroom, regardless of what's going on. Yeah. And, and I, I, in my world, there are four, four things <laughs> that I bathroom for and uh, only one of them doesn't require toilet paper yeah mm -hmm. and that's if i'm if things are coming out this way yeah it requires like totally. water yeah totally <laughs> but like we're just like i can think of that because it just the regular usage and yeah. also having having roommates in my house mm -hmm. i've noticed different yeah. different different Everyone's versions different. of had like the all 
the like mostly male mm -hmm. house and the mostly yeah. female house. And I notice mm -hmm. when spoons and forks disappear, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm at a spoon's house or I'm at a fork's <laughs> house. This is a hotly, yeah. So yeah. I'm concerned because I'm the one yeah. that buys the TP. Mm -hmm. It's right. a funny. You have to start doing some math. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was personal for me because I had this hilarious memory. Yeah. It makes sense. But yeah, what the heck? So did you have any of your own performances? Yeah. yeah. Um, we got really fortunate. We just had um, a guest dancer, Angelina Ramirez from Arizona here last week. So we did workshops at our dance studio. We did um, a big performance. And literally the day after she left, major changes occurred here. So, you know, really grateful that um, that she, we were able, one, to experience her art form, but also that it wasn't this weekend. You yeah. know, things would have changed dramatically. Um, and also concerns for her safety and, you know, traveling and all of that. Um, we have a huge festival uh, every spring. It's about a thousand people. Um, we just canceled that. Mm. And studio classes are canceled. So, but the art, the support from the community has been really beautiful. Um, and so, you know, I think everyone is feeling very um, optimistic and generous and like trying to figure out how to help. Yeah. So that, so studio classes, that includes your ability to drop mm -hmm. into your own body and yes. your own routines of like, I need to move uh -huh. and yeah. express myself. Totally. Well, even this morning, I usually run and go to yoga on Friday mornings, but um, my yoga studio didn't have any notice, no information. I was on Twitter. I was on Facebook. I was on Instagram. I was calling them and I couldn't figure out if they were open or not. And I was like, I could really use, you know, as part of my self-care, being outside, breathing fresh air, getting your endorphins up. All of this is very immunity boosting. So my preference would have been to be able to maintain that. Um, until it, you know unless it becomes more of a health concern and so i was already even with trying to figure out how to maintain some normalcy mm -hmm. that shifted just out of not being able to know you know if they're open and <laughs> i've been sitting here just as a creative human i tend to when when things mm -hmm. get nutty yeah. some of my first responses are to curse <laughs> yeah yeah Step Probably one. drop drop a couple like <laughs> yeah well fuck mm -hmm. or shit because it's my mm -hmm. show I can I can fucking shit in my yeah. show so and then I'm like oh okay what does this mean I, I attempt to think of like how how can first of all this is not the first time that I've witnessed like mm -hmm. a flood of of a kind of rhetoric yeah. and things going on in, in Facebook world yeah. and social media world mm -hmm. so. As I do my normal checking in, because yeah. in my businesses and in my life, I check in on Facebook and Instagram all the time, mm -hmm. post after post after post after post. And I, it's a newer thing for me to recognize, mm -hmm. I think, what was it? 2015 may have been the beginning of a flood of Facebook showing up differently. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember this order, but mm -hmm. it was, I think it was black people getting shot by cops yes. shown live on Facebook. And then it was Brock Turner and a bunch of mm. uh, people sharing their, their sexual assault mm -hmm. stories. Mm -hmm. And then it was more black violence. And mm -hmm. then it was a bunch of Bernie, Hillary controversial mm -hmm. political things. Mm -hmm. And then essentially the political post, the political season yeah. in the past used to be like three, four months mm -hmm. and a presidential election, yeah. maybe six. Mm -hmm. And I used to remember like back in the days, 10 years ago when I would like, I'd be in a band and I wanted to, mm -hmm. like, I cannot have a show in October 
or you know yeah because no one's going to want to listen mm -hmm. to that i'm going to be interrupted by all of these yeah. political posts but then it's like political season is all of mm -hmm. the time yeah and then like me too and mm -hmm. more assaults triggering and then kavanaugh and like, it mm -hmm. just kept kept mm -hmm. going there's almost every other month or so mm -hmm. at this point in our lives mm -hmm. social media bombards us with yeah a broader community than our bodies yeah. are designed totally, to 100%. check in with. Mm -hmm. And so, so, like, we're here again. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> and it's yeah. funny because, I mean, you're a medical professional, right? Mm -hmm. We're funny because we're in a space of what what is truth? Yes. What's overreacting? What's mm -hmm. reacting in the right way? Mm -hmm. yeah. How do we take care of ourselves? How do we connect mm -hmm. with our people? I don't yeah. know what you've been doing. Yeah. I have not come with, like, great ideas i love that i have a show that you know it's just one yeah. human we can hug ourselves yeah. if we want to <laughs> paying attention to where our mics are <laughs> but but you yeah. know this is sort of like social isolating a little bit yeah. we're connecting with people who are in the digitals yeah. so there's some parts of what i already do that's mm -hmm. taking into mm -hmm. account what we are able to do mm -hmm. right now yeah but what sort of things have you yeah. thought of in this um, you know, place. I end up thinking about it from both perspectives, from being a professional uh, with a responsibility to make sure that my information is accurate and helpful to my community. Um, and then I have the personal side where, you know, I'm calling my tia in the morning and making sure she's okay, you know, and I'm just like, okay, but are you okay? Okay. Are you just okay? You're okay. 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 Good. <laughs> you know? And so there's, you know, there, we are, we can be both lives. Yeah. Um, you know, and on the one hand, wanting to put out information that's accurate without being an additional, I think, um, our mindset is very important and caution includes not spiraling into negativity and into, Isolation to the point where you are, we are creating negative experiences for ourselves because as human beings, isolation is one of the biggest opportunities for negative feelings, emotions, occurrences. Right. So, you know, I've been, I already spoke to one of the women at my office and tomorrow we're going to make some kind of more lighthearted videos, different songs that we could sing for 20 minutes while washing our hands, <laughs> different examples of like greetings that we could do with each other that are, you know, because I'm trying to break the habit. I came in today and I was like, ah, social distancing. You know, I'm also trying to get on board with helping to create a sense of safety for my community. Mm -hmm. And so what are ways it's almost a reminder for myself, like what are ways, what are things I can be doing to make it more comfortable for me to still greet people in a way that makes them feel loved and received and yeah. authentically connecting without making a situation worse. So I've also been like, oh, you know, I love to cook. I was like, I'm gonna cook extra. So some people don't know how to make chicken soup and I could maybe like do a little video as I'm going of how to make Mexican style chicken soup. Yeah. Really hearty, great for the immune system. We're all home trying to figure out, some people are trying to figure out how to cook, you know. <laughs> so I've been trying to think of things like that, ways of connecting, bringing people into my life, me going into theirs. Yeah. Where I think social media is a huge gift right now. I think it will be. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm having some thoughts in two directions. Mm -hmm. I'm having I'm having the thought that governments are already now sort of aware of oh, how yes. powerful social media yes. is and that it is a presence. They don't mm -hmm. necessarily. I think they're reaching out to experts and yeah. people mm -hmm. to figure out what is this colossal thing. And so we might mm -hmm. have 
new legislation. This is my guessing. New legislation mm. about the kinds of information that'll spread because mm. making sure that truthful and useful yeah. information is mm -hmm. spreading. Yeah. But then there's that government. Do we trust the government? That's a big thing yeah. too Shadow that happens. Science. So we might have my sense of like what what will happen with this in the future mm. is something will come down on potentially figuring out. I don't know if they're gonna limit certain posts. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. But even just weeks ago maybe just last week, actually, somebody was posting about they were taking photos of lines that they were standing in mm -hmm. for voting. And none of those posts made it to Facebook, showing how long the lines were. Oh. So there's already some yeah. stuff that's going filtering. on that's filtering. So I'm curious that yeah. like maybe, maybe there'll have to be more integrity around mm -hmm. certain information being mm -hmm. disseminated, or there mm -hmm. might be more control around information. But yeah. then Loud cracking. That was very loud cracking. <laughs> <laughs> then I think that there's going to be a piece about us connecting more. So yesterday was a more stirred up day for me because mm -hmm. a, a bunch of things just got really real. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite songwriters, who I just saw two weeks ago, Blast Through Town, had to cancel her show. And so she yeah. posted a live Facebook video yeah. from yes. her room, yeah. just singing with people. And it was awesome mm -hmm. and joyous because yeah. there are artists that I love that I can't see mm -hmm. often enough, yeah. and then they're putting content up. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about yeah. that, yeah. but people getting creative about connecting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I know some theater companies that had some events that should have opened mm -hmm. um, or were in the middle of runs, and they are going to record and make that available to the people that had already purchased tickets. Nice. And I thought, like, this is Fathom Events does that, right? For, like, yeah. the opera and things like that. Yeah. And I thought, like, what a quickly creative thought on trying to still honor everything that was going on. Yeah. You know, I know that that's something that could be potentially done with dance classes. I had a huge workshops. idea that yeah. I hope this, because artists and events have been mm -hmm. hit first and hardest mm -hmm. at this moment. Right. First and hardest. Service industry, too. We see immune, immune deficient mm -hmm. older people, they're dying. So when I say hit first mm -hmm. and hardest, I'm just talking about when yeah. they specifically say events over yeah. a certain size. Mm -hmm. It's one of, one of the people that in my life I've noticed are getting hit hard. Mm -hmm. I had this idea that shows could have multiple cameras in spaces mm -hmm. and record the show from a different place. And I'm talking include your rigor pulling curtains, include the sound cues, oh, include the backstage yeah. and the makeup, and have different... They can record the whole process and then you can watch the show from the stage view, yeah. from the audience view, and then you can go and check in on at every moment this amazing thing that happens on stage. What's yeah. going on behind the scenes to create mm -hmm. that? Yes. And it could be an interesting yeah. thing. It, that, that, that would totally. take a lot of work. It would. But you could have multicams mm -hmm. in real time. Yeah. It would take a lot of work, but I think that that's the kind of beginning of thoughts, beginning of ingenuity. You know, I think with every major life-changing event, one of the things that we really demonstrate is the spaces where we're resilient. You know, there's almost no one better poised to lead that than artists That's who fair. have creative minds. Having the resources is the next step. I really, especially right now, like I said, this is where social media really comes into play in that there's a lot of ability to reach out and be like, I want to try to do this. How do I do that? Where did that, you know? And so I'm really, I'm very curious where, like I said, I feel like we're right in the, my friend said this yesterday, we're right at the cave. 
our eyes are adjusting. Yeah. What's, what's going to happen? It's like it's like we're being house managers. Yeah. Okay? We've got a totally. flashlight. You were just outside. <laughs> let your so eyes you adjust. You have to stand here for 19 seconds to let your eyes adjust. Totally. You have to follow and the then we can biological go on rules. with the show. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> awesome. Well, I love, I've been peeking in the two years mm -hmm. since we last sat mm -hmm. on this couch that no one got to witness yet. I've been peeking at your Instagram feeds yeah. because you were telling me privately how excited you were to, mm -hmm. to offer things for like tattoo artists. Mm -hmm. And I recently saw a series on there yeah. of different suggestions you did for, for dancers mm -hmm. in heels yes. specifically. Mm -hmm. How is that adventure going? Because you were called to work with artists <sighs> and support them. Yeah. How are these things going yeah. in your world? It's been awesome, honestly. Challenging and also in those challenges coming up with new solutions. So right now I am actually later today after this, my busy schedule recording, um, <laughs> I'm going to be doing voiceover work for a commercial for the tattoo cool. continuing education uh, program that I'll have online. And so now that so many events have been canceled in the evenings, I will have more time to get this online sooner. <laughs> that is the reality. Social commitments have like, whoop. so now I'm like, oh, I have time to do all these business things. And that feels really exciting. It's going to be so cool. I can't wait for that. Yeah, essentially, yeah. you were like creating, I, I remember having a conversation forever ago, a different body worker who mm -hmm. also worked with musicians mm -hmm. about talking about in general, people who do body work, they talk about, okay, here's the standard use of a body. But mm -hmm. musicians and artists, we use our bodies so mm -hmm. differently. Yeah. And tattooed artists are bent over mm -hmm. and hunched over and the different yeah. things that... She was talking about how it would make sense to me, I play guitar and bass, mm -hmm. that I'm not going to have a balance. I don't... No. There were years when I was trying to decide whether to be right or left-handed yeah. player because of uh -huh. my own range yeah. of motion challenges but no i don't do that now yeah <laughs> i need to be able to support mm -hmm. that i stand in a particular way and yeah. one foot is in a situation and, and how mm -hmm. do i maintain that i have an yeah. imbalanced practice yeah that totally. i need to be able to like mm -hmm. my physical structure support yeah yeah and it's um you know with so many different even if you were to compare instruments that seem similar for example like banjo and guitar okay are totally different, you yeah. know, in the way that you use your body for them, even though you may be holding them the same way. Different hands. Um, different hands, different Position. active hands, yep. you know. And so with dancers, that series, I have to say, actually even took me by surprise because I've been a, I dance flamenco and I've been dancing flamenco for years and I've been studying movement and dance for a very, very long time. And it was really one day where I was just sitting there and I was trying to explain to a dancer why things are different. And so all of a sudden it was in trying to communicate to them that I was like, oh my gosh, dancing barefoot, dancing on point and dancing in shoes are totally different ways of expression of yeah. being on your feet. Yeah. And that's what spurred that series. But I have to say, like, it was awesome for me too, because it, really sharpened me into truly, truly differences that I don't think I've seen somebody else talk about in that way. Yeah. And so I'm hoping actually to turn it into its own kind of webinar later. But this ended up being the series that I do on Instagram end up being almost like a sketch. Mm. You know, it allows me to see what the response is for certain content. It allows people to ask questions so I can see what I need to beef up and do more. And so I feel like it really allows artists to be very present with the information that I'm giving. And also 
let me know like oh you need i have no idea what you're talking about here like please explain <laughs> yeah <you laughs> or a feedback like, loop on what you're offering yeah here. yeah great so that's part of what's challenging is that you know you're right on the front lines and then also the ability to be responsive to your community is so much faster yeah. so that part has been fun i was thinking earlier that so in a helping profession mm -hmm. There's, there's the personalities that are drawn to being in a helping profession. Mm -hmm. I get the sense that in any instance, we, we try to serve. So yeah. when we were talking earlier, like, what do we do? What do we do for the yeah, community? Yeah. How do we show up? Mm -hmm. I don't know that everybody feels that way. No. Maybe they, they have a, a sense of purpose in an insular way. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, mm -hmm. things are crazy. How do I take care of my family? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, totally. And yet yesterday, mm -hmm. I was having this sense of like, oh, because it is a pattern in my life to see many people being challenged like mm -hmm. i'm challenged in a particular way mm -hmm. and then i go oh i wonder if other people are challenged in this way mm -hmm. and then figure out a way to, to serve yes which i think is you mm -hmm. know part of oh i'm having a patient who has this issue and dancing mm -hmm. or i'm having this issue and dancing yeah. how can i serve yeah it's sort of yeah. maybe it's maybe part of a compulsion yeah yeah it's definitely me, it's definitely my go-to you know, as soon as I see things going on, I'm like, okay, how can I communicate? How can I reach out? How can I make this better? And I think that it's a type of social conditioning. You know, we're rewarded early on with affection, love for different elements of our personality. And, mm -hmm. and so it, that helps us kind of bloom in those directions more than others. And if we like the response for some of that behavior, then we kind of go that way more, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. And, um, I heard someone say once, like, we, it's not so much that we have a personality, it's that we have things that we've been rewarded for. <sighs> dun, 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 dun. Yay. Yeah. I, and it was like, yeah. dang, you know, and that we liked, that we were rewarded in a way that we liked, right? Because yeah. you could, we're probably rewarded for a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and so I thought, like, yeah, our environment plus ourselves has shaped us, you know, and nurtured our strengths. And so at this point, I don't know how <laughs> to not think that way, how to not be of service, especially yeah. now as a doctor. I get rewarded literally for that daily yeah. in energetic ways by people physically saying thank you, by having uh, my paycheck be a reflection of like my service, of yeah. walking into different environments and people saying like, this person helped me. I'm, I'm curious, you know, how much would be different if that hadn't been something that early on. That's fair. I had been. I, I've been working on this project. I don't know if I've talked to you much about mm -hmm. it. I don't, trying to not mm -hmm. cross promote, I guess, mm -hmm. is a, a, a small voice in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. I'm working on this project called the Enlightened Couch Potato, uh -huh. <laughs> yes. where uh -huh. I've discovered many years ago that I started watching TV in a particular way mm -hmm. as trained as a trained hypnose therapist mm -hmm. and a person who can help people shift mental and emotional patterns mm -hmm. rapidly so yeah. that their life feels different. I started using TV yeah. as a way to insight breakthrough. As because yeah. the way that we watch TV, the way that we watch mm -hmm. movies, we go into a, a kind of deep trance mm -hmm. and it has yeah. the ability to shift our perspectives yeah. and be healing. Yeah. And so we recently did a bunch of episodes where we were talking about how like the TV and movies that made us and so recently I went back Ooh. and looked at the stuff that I watched when I was little. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the things that you're rewarded for. There were two elements. For me, I was I watched a lot of TV growing yeah. up. And there were specific people that I modeled. And as I've <laughs> I, like I you know, because you talk about how you develop a personality, sort of 
pull yeah. things from your different parents mm -hmm. or I, I used to laugh at my neighbor, this neighbor kid who, when he would walk alongside his dad, they both have the most beautifully ridiculous look at me walk. Mm -hmm. And it, the kid's tall, the dad's not so tall. So it works for the kid. Look at me yeah. walk. I'm here. Mm -hmm. And I think the dad developed the walk because he's smaller and he's like, look. but yeah. like, I was just thinking recently about all of the different things that we model. So partly mm -hmm. like partly like pulling, I'm going to try this out and see what yeah. happens. Yeah. I remember one of the things that I got rewarded for early on that made my life a lot easier because my younger years were not easy. Mm -hmm. But when I started using osmosis and, and taking on humor yeah. and using humor in the world, Oh, yeah. This this has some power. Mm -hmm. I enjoy doing it. Yeah. I get to like use my observational skills mm -hmm. and then flip it around, and people are like, mm -hmm. "Ha ha ha!" It's mm -hmm. so much fun. I'm like, people are yeah. having fun in my direction. Totally. And it also became a defense mechanism yeah. for me because I could just you know the yo mama stuff on the bus and like oh, teasing man. and poking yo fun. Yo mama jokes, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so that. I hadn't thought about, I had thought about what we were mm -hmm. modeling and trying on and what's mm -hmm. enjoyable and that we construct our personality. That's mm -hmm. part of the gig yeah. of, you know, yeah. from like seven to 17 yeah. maybe. Yeah. But I hadn't thought about the being rewarded for it mm -hmm. part. Yeah. That's brilliant. It, it's really, um, it's been really informative. My, I went through a culturally specific uh, leadership program with Latino Network. Yeah. Um, and my partner is now doing that same program. And so we're able to use a lot of the information that we got there and kind of talk about things, experiences that we have. And we've really seen that. Like so many people that are in leadership positions are there because they saw some kind of great injustice at some point yeah. and decided to take action. And either they got rewarded for being that like strong, young innovator, yeah. you know, um, or thoughtful person or they got so much friction and so much feedback and they had these personalities that were just like forge ahead that, <laughs> you know, so either yeah. way they ended up in these leadership positions because there was some really major event or adversity that they had. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's curious to once I started thinking about personality and people in that way yeah. and started noticing the times when they're not rewarded for those elements of their personality then that is a lot of times where I've noticed friction or like, you know, disconnect and. Oh, I, I'm having, sorry, I'm supposed to <laughs> articulate. You're watching a show. I'm having stuff pop through my life personally. Like yeah. some of my biggest heartaches mm -hmm. and challenges are when at some point I was rewarded mm -hmm. for doing something. So, mm -hmm. and then suddenly I wasn't getting the energy back. Yeah. A lot of the times that I've had dis-ease and mm -hmm. challenges yeah. have been around this conflict and how I'm being received for things yeah. that I'm like, oh, I have an idea. Yeah. I'm purposely being vague about it. <laughs> so uh, in my, my musical career and in my uh, sort of businessing personal development career, mm -hmm. I'm seeing different things pop out mm -hmm. where literally people were asking me for something and asking mm -hmm. me for something. And so I did it. Mm -hmm. I provided it. And then there was just crickets, yeah. right? And not knowing why. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of challenges that, that manifested in health challenges yeah. and that sort of thing. Of like, yeah. this idea, oh, I'm supposed to do this mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, it <sighs> creates friction. It's funny. And I almost wonder if it creates friction for me because there wasn't pushback initially. 
<laughs> when I'm thinking of like how we yeah. forge our personalities, mm -hmm. a lot of what I was drawn to do when I was little, I got a lot of hand slaps and you shouldn't do that because you're a girl mm -hmm. and you can't do the thing. And yeah. why do you think like uh -huh. most of my through eight or whatever mm -hmm. is a lot of like, no, 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 no. Why do you yeah. heck? Yeah. And then I don't know. I wonder if like, <laughs> I don't know that I'm articulating well, <laughs> but that missing element mm -hmm. of people like saying that I can't. Yeah. Instead of people like, oh, hey, you should do this thing. Yeah. I had this idea. That's yeah. a great idea. Mm -hmm. And then going out, may maybe mm -hmm. I'm used to the friction. Yeah. As part of the, yeah. the charge. I, don't know. I think it really depends on the personality, <laughs> you know, because some, for some it adds fuel. It's yeah. like, tell me no again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Quincy Jones had a quote. I used to wear this shirt because yeah. it resonated with me so much. I was maybe in high school and. I had this big Q on my shirt and in the back it was a Quincy Jones quote and said, someone says you can't and I say, oh really? And I was like, <laughs> let me put that on, you know? <laughs> and it's so funny how even at high school age me, yeah, like recognized that like, yeah, oh cool. Your opinion means nothing. Thanks. You know, step away, <laughs> step out of the way. You know, whereas for some other people, for whatever reason, circumstances, resiliency, opportunity, ability, those no's were able to really stop momentum. I see it so much, especially working with the arts community. Fair. I'm sure you do too. I see it so much that people so, so frequently now were getting the opportunity to return to like initial loves it's more accepted to like have a passion project. Yeah. It's more accepted to have hobbies. It's more accepted, right? Like before it was like your life worth was on like how you were providing, how you were rearing, how you were housing, all that. Yeah. And so many people in their retirement go back to like old passions or, yeah. you know, keep hobbies that they thought that they were going to have to let go or, you know, so we're definitely shifting. And I think we have a lot to be grateful for with like, Generation Z, millennials, like shifting work cultures and yeah. shifting passion and forcing a lot of the more the older generations out of shifting us out of status quo. Yeah. And I'm like, do it, you know, <laughs> challenge us, force us out of this, like whatever it takes. I remember one of them. I had this impulse. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've shared this story with you. I had this impulse. I had taken a break from playing music. I must have been 27 or 8. Mm -hmm. Taking a break from playing music because there was some heartache there. and But I had this impulse to play drums. Mm -hmm. I found myself being really hyper and having a hard time focusing in, yeah. in my life and my moods. And I was like, who do I know that are hyper? Well, drummers are hyper, <laughs> except for when they're drumming. Except for when they're drumming. And so I wanted to get a full, full drum kit. And I wanted to hit things and I thought I had this intuition mm -hmm. that being able to get individuality, individuation in my limbs was going mm -hmm. to help my brain yeah. talk to each other and that mm -hmm. that would be calming. I just I just decided mm -hmm. that that was going to be the result. Yeah. So I get this drum kit and I set it up and my dad's like, how are, how are you thinking that at 28 you're going to be like a great drummer? Yeah. And I was like, I... Because he's, you know, I have a musician family. Mm -hmm. We've made, I've made most of my hobbies mm -hmm. professions. Mm -hmm. So in, yeah. in our family, that's like, how are you going to make money from this? Yes. What's going to be the result? And at that point in my life, I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. want to be a drummer. I just yeah. want to play the drums. Totally. Because I just feel drawn to the health and freedom. Mm -hmm. or so, I feel like there's something on the other side of this craving. Yeah. And so I got the drums mm -hmm. and I played them. And each time I would get to a point 
where I'd rehearse and I'd get stuck somewhere and I'd get really frustrated. And then magically the next day that I would come, the first time I tried the thing that I couldn't do the night before, Always. I could suddenly do it mm -hmm. without having practiced. My, yeah. Maybe I dreamed it, something yeah. in my unconscious. The microglia <laughs> brain, they're very important for that exact thing. <laughs> so over and over and over again, I kept showing up to the mm. drums, kept trying something. And it was a it was a wonderful thing to approach music as a musician, but from a different mm. instrument that I had no ego about. And I had that sense too, that it was going to be fun yeah. and I had no ego mm -hmm. and I was allowed to fail and suck at it. Totally. And it did work the way that I thought it would. Mm -hmm. My individuation of my limbs yeah. calmed me the F down. Mm -hmm. And so for like three or four months, my project was I was playing the drums mm -hmm. and I was chilling out and mm -hmm. my brain and myself was completely different after. Yeah. And I also hear music differently now. Mm -hmm. Oh my then. gosh, yes. And it was a big deal for me to just decide, yeah. I'm going to give myself permission. It's, it ex I bought used drums, but mm -hmm. it was still like 800 bucks yeah. to jump into yeah. this. I wonder if this would work. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm so glad you did. You know, I feel like so many people have been seared away from that type of expression and exploration. And the things is that we know, right, scientifically speaking, any new input that you try creates new connections. And so frequently instincts that we have about our health and our wellness are dampened because we're not supposed to be experts, right? right? Yeah. But like you are the expert of you. <laughs> like there's <laughs> nobody else that's more time. expert than you about you. It doesn't mean that every thought or impulse is the accurate one. Mm -hmm but it can be a really good clue about the direction that you may want to take. You know what I mean? Or within what you know, you could be like this, I, I have a sense of wanting something like this. And then somebody that knows a little bit more could come in and be like, you're so close. Like, yeah. take a little step to the left, try this thing. But especially when it comes to expression and arts and doing something like this, like you already knew you were like, I need to help develop this coordination and drumming could be a way of doing that. Like, maybe it could have been something else percussive. Maybe you could have been like, I'm gonna try tap dancing. Sure. Maybe yeah. it would have had a similar effect or, oh, you know, I think I'm gonna try like beat making. You, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, but whatever you were drawn to, the important part of that yeah. is that that's the one you were gonna do. Yeah. Right? If somebody else came and was like, try this other percussive thing that doesn't interest you at all, but that'll make all those same neural connections for right. you. You're not gonna do that one. Yeah. The one, the best one is the one that you're gonna use. Yeah. You know, so yeah, when people already have an idea, you know, cause I do a lot of rehab, when people already, I always say, you know, what kind of things you like to do, that's what I'm gonna use for the rehab. I'm not gonna be like, okay, so now like out of nowhere, let's shift you into this <laughs> thing that you have zero interest in. Oh, you know, you're a swimmer. Well, now we're gonna go skiing, you know, like right. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So that's exciting. I love it that you did that. It was pretty fun. It was pretty loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also recognized that being loud and hitting things yeah. was like, there was a level of like frustration and aggression that, that oh, can get out with the drums. So like, you good. hit it the right way that, yeah. yeah. Vibration too, like, you know, I'm one of my most personal favorite forms of healing therapies is sound therapy. Oh. Oh, I love it so, so much. And, um, you know, there's so much science around vibration and particular tones and sounds. Yeah. And like literally you're surrounding yourself by all this vibration and you're like, I like this one. And then yeah. you can just sit there and like create that for yourself over and over, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't doubt it. That reminds me of a funny, so I 
for New Year's, not this recent year, but the year before, mm -hmm. I was trying to think of like a thing to do that was very me. Mm -hmm. And everything I kept being drawn to were either the sound bath healing things mm -hmm. and then get to bed early <laughs> or grieving workshops. Oh, no like, way. Because what yeah. I didn't feel like doing, I, January 1st is not the beginning of the year for me. Mm -hmm. For me, the beginning of the year is February 1st. Mm -hmm. It just feels right. Mm -hmm. I'm still deeply hibernating yeah. in January and be mm -hmm. like out yelling with people. Yeah. And it's not my, my jam. So I'm like, what do I do? Well, I, I'm just going to go deeper into this healing path of like mm -hmm. December and just be like cozy and warm. Yeah. I did not do that that particular year because I, I was not the only human making the decisions about <laughs> what was going on that night. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of us who were like, this is, yeah. that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, They're be surrounded like, no. like bulls and, <laughs> and then go sit and cry with a group. Yeah. Anyway. Rocking. Sound healing and vibrations. I love yeah. it. So we're sort of getting, I'm so, it's my job now that we're in live world to, yeah. to be paying attention to, to timing. So we're sort of getting to the end of time here. But so I heard something in what you were talking about is like whatever we're drawn to, Potentially, as many of us are having to think differently about how we're spending our time, or maybe we're mm -hmm. in our house more, mm -hmm. it seems like paying yeah. attention to the, the curiosities that show up in this totally. time may be a path to health. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was thinking like, okay, you know, people are being kind of forced in. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, what are some hobbies, things you haven't tried? I have been absolutely enamored. A friend of mine, she makes, um, oh my gosh, I'm spacing on the name of it. It's folded paper that when you open it, it like, like a pop-up book. Oh, cool. She makes cards that are pop-ups. She studied with this incredible artist that does like pop-up exhibits, pop-up in museums, but you know, pop-up art. <laughs> pop-up means a different thing right now in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. And I love watching those. And I was like, oh my gosh, I could... Like, just watch people's videos on how they make them now. If I'm home on a day when I wasn't expecting and yeah. learn that, you know, or if people have been wanting to play guitar or do whatever. Like, this is actually a cool opportunity to dive into maybe researching something that you've never considered or totally. have always wanted but never made the time. And this is a self-imposed time. Yeah. You know, or an artificially imposed time. Also, so. engaging with their bodies differently. Absolutely. I don't think, yeah. I don't, you don't have to come up with it now, mm -hmm. but I, maybe you'll be a human that's mm -hmm. like, okay, if you're sitting at home more or if you can't yeah. work out at the gym, yeah. here's some things you can yeah. be doing to stretch. Absolutely. Here's stuff you can do with your family yeah. to, to shift mm -hmm. and move in a different yeah. way. I was craving a foot massage the other day. And so I was actually thinking of this weekend putting up a foot massage video, like how to give yourself a foot massage, I love you know, that. for stress relief. Yeah, like yeah. just... Stuff like if we're home and we have so much access, you know, like you may as well make it interesting, fun, work for you. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Take a bubble bath. Follow the Nat Ministry. Wait, oh my gosh, what? do you know what? about the Nat I don't Ministry? Know. Okay. What is it? okay. They're um for sure on Instagram. I don't know if they're on Facebook, but the Nat Ministry is basically like huge advocates of rest as a social justice act. Oh, I'm already into it. Oh my gosh. I rest yes, rest. You know, they're like anti striping. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And it's I am actually not positive. I hear the voice of a woman in the material. Okay. And I think it is, but I'm not positive. So I just wanna but 
in my mind, the person that when I read the posts, it's in this wise, wonderful woman's voice. So that could just be my own construction. <laughs> but, um, you know, she was kind of talking about like all the excitement of everything going on this week and the stress. And she was like, go take a nap. And I was like, and there's wisdom right there. Go take a nap. You're <laughs> so my favorite. Yeah, I may. I've heard from a lot of people that they don't know how to nap. I have a very hard time with it. Yeah, I may yeah. come up with a nap induction. I may help people yes. because the deal is your body knows how to sleep you. Yeah. And with naps, mm -hmm. it's just learning how to sleep yourself quickly. Yeah. With the t type of drop in and depth that allows you mm -hmm. to get enough Actually. rest and recovery for 20 minutes. If yeah. there's any part of your body that's allowed to do that for you, it's your mm -hmm. unconscious yeah. mind. Totally. And it, it can tell your body how to do it. You I just have to this. get out of the way. So I, I'm inspired. <laughs> I'm going to figure out how to put out a yes. how to nap yourself. Nap yourself. That's going <laughs> to be a hashtag. Go nap yourself. <laughs> Go nap it. <laughs> Would you be willing to grab this, do it. this bowl? So we have this new element where we do rapid fire questions. Clipped out. I borrowed this from a website of, what is it? Icebreaker questions? Mm-hmm. Upside down. Upside down. Okay, what is your favorite musical instrument and why? Oh my god. Um, I think right now I have to say guitar. Okay. I like <laughs> I like the vibration. Yeah. I don't know how to play. And yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> All right. If you could hang out with any cartoon character, I really want to hear this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who would you choose and why? Wow. There was a cartoon character question in one of our last episodes. Oh, oh, her name's coming back to me, but not quickly. Shoot, there was, there's this Tiny Toons character that was a little bit extra. Babs? She was the one that oversqueezed the animals. Oh. I will hug and squeeze and call it George. Sure, that was yeah, George. I don't and, remember. And um, and she wants to push the button. I don't remember yeah. her name. I might just want to hang out with all the Tiny Toons, actually, <laughs> or the Ninja Turtles. Yes, because pizza and pizza. <laughs> it's the ultimate ambassador. Yeah. Do you have a cartoon character you hang out? I so my first thought on that was earlier a conversation around like rewarding and like things that we watched and stuff like yeah. that, and I was like. I wonder if I really like spinach because I watched a lot of Popeye in Spanish. Wow. And cool. I was like, and I used to mimic that, like, I'm so strong, my muscles, because I eat lots of spinach. And like, <laughs> I would repeat this over and over. And I'm like, do I actually like spinach? <laughs> or, <laughs> or am I just socially conditioned? Hmm. Popeye's pretty good. Yeah, Popeye's I used to watch the Robin Williams movie. We're getting Elmira is the answer of the character that I would <laughs> hang out you. with. Thank you. Thank you, CJ, our, our co-producer. Have you ever been told you look like someone famous and who wasn't? No. Most famous people are not short brown Latina women. <laughs> That's um, true. What, we have let me think two about, now. Congratulations. Yeah, we have two. One is an Academy Award winner. So, you know, that's cool. I'll that's take cool. That. Yeah. So have, we, have we increased our number from two famous women? I'm thinking I of... I mean, 
Salma's been around for a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, the reality is that there's a lot of very, very talented Latin American people in our media, Mm -hmm. but most of them are more towards European standard ideals. And I think this is an... I'm really touting social media today because... We're really changing the face of what we want to see. Like, you know, we're basically we took fashion magazines and we were like, boom, here's like twerking and flute playing and all shape sizes underwear models. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then we're like, bam, are the people that we decide are our influencers look and do and feel very different from all the things you thought you wanted to tell us we found interesting and yeah there's um, a bunch of i don't know know if you know about this but there are quite a few uh latina uh superhero types on the the show the flash oh yeah a couple different characters kicking ass and such yeah i'm gonna have to watch that as as like guest characters pretty pretty rad i Um, used to dress up in underoos and pretend i was a superhero all the time my grandfather was huge so he was the hulk well i was La Mujer Maravilla, which is Wonder Woman. Um, nice. But yeah, that was for a long time. That was, <laughs> that was a constant in the winter in my house. <laughs> Me just running out in my underwear and being like, ha, ah, and my grandfather being like, okay, here we go, battle. Did you have a specific superpower or were you mon- mirroring? I, I was just amazing. Oh. Yeah, I was good at everything. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's handy. Crime fighting required being great at everything. You know, it's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. Popcorn or M&M's? Popcorn. Okay, that one was fast. Here we go. <laughs> if you could have the power of teleportation right now, where would you go and why? The beach, anywhere. Any beach? Yeah. Yeah, okay. let's be in the ocean. Brilliant. In, under the sunshine. Can I ask you one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, ooh, are you a cat person or a dog person? <laughs> I think I'm more inclined to be into cats that I haven't met than dogs mm-hmm. I haven't met. Mm-hmm. to maybe a cat person mm-hmm. but I tend to only I like I like the cats and dogs that I like yeah I am definitely not just in general a I blanket. can't be a dog person yeah because I don't I'm just not gonna like mm-hmm. every dog but I like the yeah. dogs I like yeah and I used to have dogs so there's a, mm-hmm. there's a deep soul love of dogs mm-hmm. sort of yeah sort of but more towards cats okay <laughs> that might have been t- too extra an answer <laughs> Okay, here we go. Eight. If you could teach a class on one thing, what would you teach? Oh, God. <laughs> I cannot narrow these things down. That seems down. like a constant question um, for you. For this weekend, it will probably be how to make Mexican chicken soup on my Instagram stories, if you want to follow that. That's perfect. Where can they follow your Instagram stories? It's heart, healthcare for artists. So the word heart, H-E-A-R-T, healthcare for artists, all spelled out, but no gaps or spaces or anything. Perfect. Okay, I feel like that makes it makes a thing. Yeah. We talked about the chicken soup. I'm looking chicken forward soup. to that. Yes. I love making soup. Yes. And so good. Thanks for hanging out. With Thank me. you. I Final appreciate hours. it. I know this was great. <laughs> We're gonna wave to our friends. Good luck with your quarantining. Hopefully, it's going well. And and if this is not happening at that time that you watch this video, good luck with any challenge that shows up for you. Absolutely. I hope you well, follow in. That's how that went. 
<laughs> Thanks for joining us on this episode. Thanks for watching, listening, I don't know, reading, imbibing, however you took this in. Thanks for being here. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd, I'd love it if you would do all of the things. Uh, like, share, I don't know, ring a bell, bang a gong, tell a friend, and come back next time. I hope you had as much fun as I did.